So as you heard, Randy, there is good news. Does it feel like Christmas? Christmas is all about good news. And I love those songs. It's kind of start getting into the spirit of things. I don't know what it is. I think sometimes we start Christmas too early. And by the time you get closer to the event, it's kind of like, ugh. So I haven't done any of that. Now I'm just starting to feel it. So it's good. But here's the good news. You don't have to hear from me today. There was no need to stand. <laughs> Our Lakeway Kidsway are going to present for you Gabriel's story. So let's give him a hand. Hi, my name is Gabriel, and I'm an angel of God. I apologize if I scared you. I, don't, I didn't mean to, but I guess I'm known for that. I only to wish to give people great news from God. I guess I just get caught up in the situation. Can you blame me, though? It's great news. It's God's news. Let me tell you a little about myself since we're here for together for a little bit. My name means God is my strength, and boy is he. We should all be named Gabriel, for God is our strength. That might be a little confusing. Did you know I have been named in the Bible three different times? Do you remember the first time? It was a long time ago in the time of Daniel. You know Daniel, right? I appeared to him in a dream flying above him. I told him about the message from God. I helped him understand his vision. And, and, wrong story. Sorry, that is a story for a different day. I am here to talk about the greatest story, one that changed the world. Did you, do you know the story I am talking about? Well, let me tell you. Mary wasn't the first person I went to during the time of King Herod. I actually went to a priest named Zachariah, whose wife was named Elizabeth. Hello! Elizabeth was a descendant of Aaron. Both Zachariah and Elizabeth loved God very much and followed his word. Unfortunately, Elizabeth, Elizabeth was never able to have children, and during this time, she and Zechariah were very old. One day while Zechariah was serving as a priest and burning incense, I came to talk for a bit. 
the right side of the altar of incense. I may have scared him a bit again. I'm known for that, right? I told him, do not be afraid, Sequoia. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife will bear you a son, and you are to call him G John. He will be a great joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many people of Israel to the Lord their God. Did you do you know that Zachariah wasn't as happy as I thought he would be? I he actually asked me if he would be sure that this will happen because he and his wife were so old. I may have gotten a little frustrated at this where I told him. I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell him this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until this day happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Well, that showed him right. Who was to question me? I just was giving him good news. Well, Elizabeth did become pregnant, like God said she would, and she remained in seclusion for five months. She said, the Lord has done this for me, and these days he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. About a month later, I went to talk to a girl named Mary. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. I tried to say hello to her, but again, I seemed to have scared her as well. So I told her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You will call him Jesus. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary was confused by what I told her, so I continued. The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy Spirit, one to be born, will be called the King of God, the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she will. She was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no worry from God will ever fail. Mary seemed nervous, but I, she accepted this, so I left her there.
Mary went to visit Elizabeth, who was indeed expecting a baby. Hello! When they saw each other, Elizabeth said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. Blessed is who she who believed that the Lord would fulfill the promises to her. Mary stayed with Elizabeth and Zechariah for about three months and then went back home. Not long after a baby was born to Elizabeth, Their family wanted to name him after his father, but Zachariah wrote that he was to be born to be named John. After writing this, he was suddenly able to speak again. <laughs> he said he was so excited he prophesied many things after the Holy Spirit said him. One being and you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him. Now remember how I said Mary was engaged to a man named Joseph? Well, when he heard that jo that Mary was going to have a baby before they got married, he got a little nervous. Uh-oh. Joseph did not want to hurt Mary, so he decided to he would call off the wedding quietly so he would not disgrace her. God needed Joseph to stay with Mary, so he sent an angel to talk to him that night in a dream. The angel told him, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. In those days, a decree was issued saying that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world and everyone was to return to their hometown to register. Mary, who was very pregnant at this time, needed to go with Joseph to register together. <coughs> they had to travel from Nazareth to Bethlehem because Joseph belonged to the house and line of David. While they 
glory there the time had came for the baby to come. Unfortunately, they could not find a place to stay for it all the inns were full. Door after door was closed until an innkeeper offered his stable for them to stay. There were some shepherds there were some shepherds in a field nearby watching the sheep that wonderful night. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared in front of them. And they became afraid. The angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people today. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. The baby will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Then there wasn't just one angel, but rather the sky was filled with angels. began praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. Could you imagine how those shepherds felt seeing this? How nervous they must have been? How happy they must have been as the angels chose them to tell? Well, they were so excited, they decided to run and see this amazing baby that had, bo had been born that night. <laughs> they ran and soon found Mary and Joseph along with a tiny baby lying in a manger. Mm -hmm. 
After they saw him, they were so excited they wanted to tell everyone. They went through the city and began to tell anyone who would listen about the Messiah, a child named Jesus, the one that had been promised to all. When the shepherds returned, they began praising the Lord for everything they had seen that night. And that, my friends, is a story that I wanted to tell you today. A story I'm sure all of you have heard before. A story that changed everyone's life. A promise of love and forgiveness. The story of the Lord, Word becoming flesh, this is where I must leave you now because I know you remember the rest. If not, I'll be back to tell another story that happened about 30 years later. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless. They got it. Everybody cheered when they came on stage. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. Wasn't that good? Yes. All right, here's a test for you. Right at the beginning, when Gabriel introduced himself, he said what his name meant. Anyone remember? There we go. God is my strength. You know, I was thinking about that. I'm not going to do a sermon. Don't worry. Um, God, <laughs> God is my strength. <laughs> what does that mean to you? God is my strength. It's an interesting thing. Isn't it? I looked up a couple of verses. I've just got a couple for you. Psalm 18:32 says, God arms me with strength. And he makes my way perfect. He gives me strength. God is our strength by giving us 
strength. 1 Timothy 1.12 says, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has given me strength to do his work. He considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him. That's kind of humbling, isn't it? That God strengthens each one of us, that he considers us trustworthy to serve him. That, that, that's really humbling. I thank you, God, that you would consider me trustworthy. Now, I have to take that trust that you've given me and that strength that you've given me and earn your trust. So, good, good news. Our Advent, it's Advent. Can I get someone to help lift this up here for me, please? I need two able-bodied people. Awesome. Thank you. Four candles around the edge, one candle in the middle. Today is the third week of Advent. So what does that mean? In two weeks today, what day will it be? Christmas Day. So today we get to light the third. We're going to light one, two, and three, three candles. Then next week, we light the fourth one. And then the following week, Christmas Eve, uh, we're going to have our candlelight service. We'll light the fifth one. And then we'll do the same thing on Christmas morning. So that is exciting. So can I have three children, please, that are going to help light the first three candles? May I have the selected children? <laughs> All right. The first candle that we're going to light is the candle of hope. What do you hope for? Um, I hope for everyone here to have like a, a good life. Everyone here to have a good life. Isn't that a great hope? That's that candle. Ooh, ooh. Hope for a new tablet for me. <laughs> Thank you so much, that one there. Thank you. Here, let me help you. You got it? There we go. Very good. And the second candle that we're going to light is this one over here, which stands for love. Oh, come on, love. There we go. And so what do you love? Your mom and your dad. Good answer. And then today's candle is the pink candle. A lot of people ask, why is the pink candle different? No one knows. <laughs> this one is for joy. Oh, there we go. You got it. What gives you joy? My family and this church. My family and this church. I love these kids. Thank you all. <laughs> Can I get my scripture readers to come up, please? Two scripture readers. Um, two scripture readers. Where's Reese? There you go. Are you going to read them both? Okay. Doesn't matter. They're both about joy. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that, the, that will bring joy, great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord. 
has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. That was Luke 2, 9 and 11, and Matthew 3, 16 and 17. Is it easier to see there? You got it. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my, my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. Thank you. Give him a hand. Didn't he do a great job? Hope, joy, love. Next week is peace. All symbols of Christmas that we get in our relationship with Jesus Christ. And as I say each week, that there are two things that Advent represents. Advent means uh, that which is coming. So Christmas is coming. We're all excited. Who's excited about Christmas? Yes. Christmas is coming. But the Advent, the thing that we all wait for, is the second coming of Christ. He will return. And that is our hope. That is our joy. That's what his love is why he comes again. And that brings us peace. That's what this is all about. Well, thank you all for coming today. We're going to take up our offering now. Can I have those come forward, please, that are going to take up the offering? There are numerous ways that you can give. You can give by, there's envelopes in the seats. If you want to put your offering in the envelope, drop it in the basket. Uh, you can give online. Uh, go to our website, and uh, there's a little button for giving. You can mail your tithe in. Some people mail their, their tithes in, but... Um, I just thank you all for being faithful. Let's pray for our offering. Father, we just give you thanks as we take up this offering now. Thank you for all that you have provided. Everything is yours. May we be faithful with the things that you have entrusted us with, Father, that you would bless us and we would be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen. While they're taking that up, let me give you some of the announcements. So today, we are having the nativity that we didn't have yesterday because of that downpour of rain. So we were out changing signs over town and doing all kinds of things. So that's tonight, 6.30, 7.15, and 8 o'clock. Now, if you're part of it, come early. We've got clothes in the, in the room across there. Um, come a little bit early, and we'll kind of go over everything. We're going to have hot chocolate. We're going to have cookies, carol singers in the hallway, out in the foyer there. It's a real traditional Christmas. I mean, and I think that's what we want, isn't it? We want to kind of get back to traditional Christmas. So it's going to be a real simple nativity. We're going to have live animals, not just the children. <laughs> and our kids are going to come and sing in the nativity this evening. So invite your friends, okay? Get the word out there and let people know. Um, Christmas Eve service is going to be at five o'clock candlelight service right here. It's on Saturday, so we moved it up to five o'clock. We will have a Christmas Day service, regular time. Uh, there's not going to be any Sunday school on, on Christmas Day. We're just going to have a family service here, a short family service. And a lot of people have been asking, are we going to have a New Year's Day service? Of course we are. <laughs> Let's kick the year off in the right way. <laughs> so we will have that. Ladies, we have our quarterly women's ministry brunch immediately following this service. 
in the fellowship hall right across there. This is to celebrate birthdays over the last quarter, but every lady is invited. They've got good food there, I believe. They got good food, Bob? Have you taken a peek in there? Yeah, do me a favor, grab a plate. Thanks, yeah. Because we've got that, and all the men are just left hungry. What's that all about? But, but ladies, please, please take uh, advantage of that. And then our love gift challenge. Oh, sorry, let me take a step back. Last week, we did our, our um, toy run. Thank you, Hector. Very successful. Thank you for all who were part of that. We raised over $2,000. I think it was something like 2400 close to that, plus a whole bunch of toys. And we got to build bridges with, with a bunch of bikers. And that was a great thing. So thank you all for who's a part of that. Now we've got a couple of rooms set up as toy rooms. And we have parents come in and they, they leave with a sack of toys. So it's just heartwarming to know that we're helping families who are in need. And that's what it's all about. And then um, we have our love gift challenge. So let me explain the love gift challenge. Somebody donated $2,500 and said, I want you to give away $2,500. So I took it home. No. <laughs> so we're asking you to give away $2,500. Now, I added to the challenge. I always like us to have an investment in the challenge. So said, so match whatever you ask for. If you say, you know what, I want to give away $50, match it. You don't have to. Now, let me just make something clear because I think a lot of people were reluctant last week. You don't have to go down there and show them your $50. I don't expect you to be walking around with money, but if you would like to, to be a part of this, if you can't match it, don't worry about it. Go get some money and give it to someone. Um, I'm sure, I know Hector, you, you've gave, given some away this week, right? You got a quick story you can share with us? I never told you I was going to do this. Come on in. I know you're not shy. <laughs> I gave away a tank of gas which was kind of neat. There's a lot more to that story. So during the to toy run, uh, we ended up meeting at Rick's, and there was a man there that was signing autographs, autographing some basketballs. So I looked at the name, and I pulled it up, and lo and behold, discovered that it was Devontae West. Devontae West was actually uh, drafted into the Celtics and played for the Celtics, and then all of a sudden uh, he was playing for Dallas Mavericks. And... Uh, he shared a testimony, and he shared it for everybody else, so I'm sure it's going to be all right to share it here. But uh, two weeks ago, he was under the bridge of Dallas, homeless, and a man from Stuart Peninsula found him and uh, helped him and took him to his home, and he was sharing that testimony that he'd heard about the toy run. So they went to, and I didn't know this. I won't share this part of it. But uh, he was there. He was sharing his life with me. I was sharing Christ with him. And I reached in my pocket, and first thing I pulled out, I, I, it was a $50 bill, and I handed it to him. And I said, you know, we're, can we pray for you? Invited him to church, et cetera. Well, the rest part of that story is uh, Friday night I'm out in dinner, and uh, I had left early to discover that uh, testimony was shared that he had $50 in his pocket, and he wanted to donate that money. So he went to Walmart and bought two basketballs and a Sharpie pen, that left him with one dollar. And so it's just humbling to see what God does when somebody else gives and then all of a sudden he's reimbursed with the money that he gave that he didn't have. 
So, so he signed those two basketballs, and we put them up for auction at the toy run, at the bar, and they raised about $300 from those two basketballs. <laughs> so have some fun with it. You know, if you give some money away, let them know that Jesus loves them. Invite them to church. Invite them to the Christmas Eve service, anything that's safe. We had a young man come in this week. I, I, I love this. Can I share this? Um, Teresa works at Kroger. And a young man had been coming into Tro Kroger. And for some reason, she just felt the need to talk to this fellow. And, and sure enough, he was hurting and things weren't going great in life, and she just kind of built a little bit of a rapport with him, called me on Thursday, I believe it was, said, Pastor Mike, I have a few minutes today, and I didn't, because <laughs> I'm getting all this nativity stuff ready, and, and she said, well, there's this young man, and she told me the story about this young man, and, uh, and, and he just, he needs Christ, he needs something, and, you know, the Holy Spirit fortunately Give me a good kick. This is the most important conversation you will have today. Mike Bishop, say yes. So I said, yeah, bring him on in. And um, it was so neat. We got to talk about his struggles and share Jesus with him. He asked Jesus to be his Lord and Savior. And um, he said, I'm, you know, I was so nervous about coming because it's a church. I think he was shaking while he was in my office talking with us. He said, I, I could hardly get here. I thought I would run out of gas because I didn't have any gas in my car. So we took him to the gas station and we used our 30-something 30, 30 bucks to fill up his car for him. I think it was, it was good use of money. So God is using us. So come and be a part of that. Go down there. Who's doing it here? Pat. Where's Pat? Is it out in the foyer? Go out in the foyer, see Pat, say, I want to give away some money. And tell her what you want to give away. Sound like a good deal? And then we'll get our stories and share our stories. All right, that's all that I got. You get to go home early. Bring cookies tonight. Bring yourself tonight. First, part, first show is at 6.30. If you're in it, if you can be here, 5.45, that would be really helpful to get everybody dressed up and get out there and pray that it stays dry. It's not supposed to rain. And pray God will bring people. Please stand. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Christmas. We thank you for these candles and what Christmas means to us, the love that you shared through Jesus Christ, the joy that he brings, the hope that we have of a better future, a certain future, the peace that that brings to us. Father, I thank you for all of those things, and I pray that on each and every person here, love, joy, peace, and hope. Father, I thank you for our children that came up to tell the story of Christmas today. It was funny, and it was good. And I thank you for what you're doing in our, our love challenge, Father. Bring to us people that we can bring light into their life by just giving them a little bit of hope and a little bit of joy this Christmas season. Pour out your blessings on each and every one, Father, that we would be a blessing to all we meet. And we all pray this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Thank you all for coming. We'll see you tonight.